You're listening to the Packernet Podcast Network. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to Packers Total Access Chalk Talk Edition. My name is Clayton. You can check us out on Packernet.com. You can find me on Twitter at Packers underscore access. This was kind of a last-second thing. I didn't think I would have Chalk Talk ready for this time frame, but uh, luckily got everything in. So we're going to try to squeeze this in right before we go live with Packers Total Access, okay? So let's waste no time, get right into it, and talk about the Packers' big win over the Chicago Bears. I'm going to go ahead and share the screen here. And let's just dive right into it. The first play that we've got here um, is in the first quarter, 614 left. This is the touchdown pass to Romeo Dobbs, okay? And let's just kind of set the stage here a little bit for what we're going to be looking at. We've got an 11-gun empty Y-flex or Y-left T-flex slot motion to bunch 74 whip diagonal 6, okay? First of all, 11-gun empty. What's that simply mean? It means you're in 11, which is one running back, one tight end, okay? It's empty, meaning the running back is actually flexed out, which we talk about that. Your Y is to the left, okay? So that's strong left or Y left. I refer to it as Y left as opposed to strong left because you actually had – you started the formation, you broke the huddle with more uh, more bodies on the right side of the line or the right side of the ball than the left, right? T flex simply means the running back is flexed out here. Okay, you're going to slot motion to bunch. So the slot was lined up right here. You see on the TV copy, Jaden Reed has already motioned over and he's going to settle in right in here in this area to complete that that tight bunch look. Okay, so the uh, the passing concept on the left side is what we would refer to as 74 whip. I always like to work left to right. Okay, so with the 74 whip. Uh, your far left receiver, your number one on this side, is going to be a seven route. So it's basically going to be a corner route, 
Okay. And then you've got the uh, four route, which is basically just a uh, in route or a dig. Okay. Just kind of a shallow dig. It, it may have been a shallow cross. He may have wanted to angle it off a little bit more. You get a, you get a lot more freedom in today's NFL. That's for sure. Um, but uh, then you've got the, uh, slot motion to bunch, obviously over there, he's going to run the whip. So Jaden Reed's going to come over here, and what he's going to do is look like he's running an out route, and then he's going to come back inside and work back across. So you really what you've got is is kind of a, a levels concept, if you will, okay? It's kind of a uh, a levels concept to where you're uh, you're kind of attacking in layers, okay? So that's, uh, that's kind of how that lays out there. Let me get back to my program here. I apologize. All right, so 74 whip. That's what the 74 whip aspect is. You've got the corner route, right? The seven route. And, and it's kind of a, it's not as deep of a corner route, but still that's a corner route. You've got uh, obviously your dig and you've got your whip route. Okay. Some people call that a zag. Some people would call this a whip eye. Um, some, you know, if it was a whip to the outside, it would be called a whip O. Um, I've heard a lot of different terminology. I refer to it as a whip and just specify that it is an in-breaking route. Now, on the other side, you've got what we call diagonal six. This is a passing, a two-man passing concept. Basically, you've got a flat underneath, right? And then you've got, and I can't take it all the way back or it's going to, let's see if we can come out the other side here. No, nope, ain't going to work. So basically back here is going to be your dig, okay? So essentially what you've got is a flat with a deep dig, okay? And we're going to cut We're going to cut to a different camera angle here in a second and show you Romeo Dobbs's route. It was a beautiful route, but that's diagonal six. Now you'll notice what, uh, what our man um, Aaron Jones does is he actually turns this flat into a wheel route. Okay. And I personally think there was two windows to throw this ball. I think that, you know, you'll see him look into the backfield at love, like looking for the flat and then works himself up into the wheel. So it's kind of two windows there. I would still refer to this as diagonal six, the flat deep dig con, uh, deep dig, uh, combo there. Okay. So here, let's roll it forward. Again, there's your motion. You're going to see your whip up top. Look at the layers start to develop. Look at these options for Jordan. Now, Jordan, Jordan's looking right immediately, right? And he sees all of this traffic underneath. Okay. He sees all of this going on Now he's going to work his side adjustment and then climb the pocket. He knows these guys are banging up, right? Everybody's kind of, this guy's going to take the corner. He's going to snug it off. This guy's looking underneath. Um, you can either work the flat or you wait on the dig. And what Jordan does, he shows great patience, great pocket awareness. You'll see him climb the pocket, climb the pocket. That pump fake you'll see from a different angle is beautiful. That creates just enough hesitation. And then, of course, there's the touchdown catch by Romeo Dobbs. Beautiful play. Um, I love the fact that they go uh, just five-man protection when they get down here inside the uh, inside the uh, the 10-yard line. I think it really puts a lot of stress on the defense, having to keep that many bodies out there. And you know what? If they do fire a blitz, you, you've you got to trust that your quarterback's going to be able to uh, find the hot read, get that ball out, and take advantage of the fact that you've got probably a plus one hat count if they do blitz as far as the uh, route combination. But watch watch Dobbs here, how patient, guys. He's got this guy on the outside, right? But look, he's what he's working, there's a safety over here, right? He's working this guy. Watch how he stays patient, and he sells this safety on him breaking out right there. Now, you'll see the safety come into the picture. He was cooked. He didn't have to do that jab step. And that's what comes with, with, uh, with experience, right? That's what comes with experience is when you're, you're willing to be a little more patient. And you can see Love knows where he's going with this ball. As soon as he sees, okay, I'm not going to the flat, 
He didn't like the corner look on the other side. He knows he's got safety valves coming across the field, right, off the backside of the formation um, in waves. So he's just going to look at Dobbs. And as soon as he's seen Dobbs put that little shimmy on, watch the pump fake here. That right there gets number 90's hand up, right, and then creates enough separation there to get that ball through. And I'm going to roll it back, man. I'm telling you right now, this, this throw is nothing to shake a stick at. Look, look at the flick of the wrist. Look at his feet, guys. Who does that look like? Does that not look like Aaron Rodgers' throwing motion? I'm just saying. Like, he – and I guarantee you his personal coach, Armed and Dangerous, doesn't want him throwing the ball like this consistently. But that is a just a flick of the wrist, no follow-through hardly at all, right on the freaking money touchdown. Absolutely beautiful. Absolutely beautiful play. Um let me check my phone here real quick. Anytime that I've got my phone blowing up, I couldn't tell you how many times it was somebody telling me the audio was off, but I think we're good. <laughs> so, all right, here we go. Uh, next play comes in the second quarter, okay, 945 left. It's a second and goal play. We come out in a 33-jam, 99-contain, gooseman, strong spy. That's what I would call this, okay? Now, what does all that mean? First of all, 34 jam, uh, a jam front is when your nose tackle is head up on the center in a zero tech, right? And you've got a five-man front. We refer to that as jam, okay? I learned that from Kurt Benkert. Uh, some people may disagree with the terminology and though they don't, maybe a jam is slightly shifted this way or that way. According to a former NFL quarterback, this is what they refer to as jam, okay? I don't want anybody coming at me saying, oh, you're wrong, Clayton, you're wrong. I'm, <laughs> I I understand there's multiple ways to explain this stuff and multiple uh, different uh, ways of, uh, of, of kind of giving coding, I guess you can say, uh, from coaching staffs to communicate to their defense or their offense. I just go off what I know. Again, we may disagree on, on the terminology. That's totally cool, right? I, it doesn't mean that I'm right and you're wrong, right? So that's your 34 jam. Now, what does goose or 99 contain? First of all, you've got a couple of nine techs, right? These wide nines out here that Green Bay – is uh, notorious for wide nine, wide nine. You got Van Ness, right? They're playing contain. You'll watch. They don't just pin their ears back and go to the quarterback. And this is exactly what we talked about all week and how we wanted them to play Justin Fields, right? You're going to see they're rushing outside, but they're staying patient. They don't want to give Fields anything as far as scrambling outside, right? And we know we've got plenty of bodies back here covering. We're playing goose man, okay? And what that basically means is zero man. So we're playing man across the board here, which is pretty pretty normal uh, for the Packers to do when you get down here inside the five. So you've got man coverage, man coverage, right? And then what you've got right here is the safety is going to be playing man up on the running back, okay? This guy has Cole Komet, the tight end, okay? Man coverage, of course, man coverage down here, and here's your spot, and it's a strong spot. All day long, what I noticed was the Packers wanted to try to keep a defender free, not necessarily a quote-unquote spy, right, but they wanted to make sure that they protected the strong side with an extra defender because that's the side typically that Justin Fields wants to run to, and most of the time it's to the right, being a right-handed quarterback, not wanting to throw across his body, okay? So, again, that's 33 jam, 99 contain, goose man, strong spy. Here we go. Let's roll the tape. I want you to look down here at Lucas freaking Van Ness. I'm telling you guys, when if you go back and you can find, if you go back on this YouTube channel right here and you go look 
at my uh, my breakdown, my chalk talk of Lucas Van. You type in Lucas Van Ness chalk talk. There should be a couple of them pop up, but you'll see one immediately after the draft where I broke down his Iowa State or Iowa tape. Okay, and I'm telling you, the thing that I came away with was he's um, he, he plays he plays great contain. The big thing was he's always got his eyes in the backfield, right? That was the big thing, and you could you could see multiple times in this game yesterday how he kept his eyes into the backfield and stayed patient, playing within the scheme. But again, this is ninety nine contain, okay? A couple of nine techniques containing, and I want you to watch how he plays Justin Fields right here as we roll it forward. Look at this, okay? So we see there's the play fake. Justin's looking to, to roll right. Look look where Van Ness already is, and I cannot tell you how many times I've watched Green Bay Packers. It happened a couple times in this game where they would just try to take the shortest route to the quarterback, right? Van Ness, I'm telling you, he's smart. He understands angles. He understands how to play within the scheme. Watch what he does. He's going to try to start that way, and he's going to take a wider angle, right? And Justin Fields completely underestimates the athleticism of Lucas Van Ness. Look at this. Look at that stride length. Great job, Van Ness, getting his first sack and his very first start. Freaking fired me up. Absolutely fired me up. All right, let's move on to the next play. Third quarter, we have uh, 12.24 left. I hope I didn't get mixed up on the time frame. I think I've got these in order, but we'll just roll with it as it, as it uh, unfolds here. So this one was probably my favorite play of the game. You know, we come out in the second half, and we're still in the middle eight, right? We were we were winning the middle eight three to nothing. The turnover differential was zero to zero. It was a tight game. And, and you know, yes, we're winning the middle eight three to nothing, but you don't feel great about that right there, right? Yeah, that can that can switch in in a, in the blink of an eye. Okay. So we're still in the middle eight, 10 to six. We come out in the second half. And what we come out in is what I'm going to refer to as U63. All right. U63, ace 12, strong left, Z motion twins, play action boot, T screen throwback. All right. Now, what does U63 mean? I got so excited when I seen this this morning, gang. It, it, I mean, it, it absolutely fired me up. So if you were to look at the personnel here, this looks like a two tight end set, right? It, normally, what we would say here, what would we say? Ace 12, strong left, right? Ace 12, strong left. You've got your Y and you've got your U, okay? Why did I say U63? If you go back to the early 2000s, and you can ask Mike Wall about this on Twitter. Mike Wall's talked about Kevin Barry over and over and over. He thinks he was an unsung hero on that Packers offensive line because he was basically the sixth offensive lineman for the Packers back in the early 2000s when Mike Wall played with Brett Favre and uh, under Mike Sherman. They had those uh, power run heavy offenses. U71 was a formation where they bring in Kevin Barry and put him at the tight end position, put him at the U position, okay? Now, why did they call it U71? Because because Kevin Barry's jersey number was 71, right? Well, guess what Rasheed Walker's jersey number is? 63. So we've got a U63. Rasheed Walker is playing tight end here. So you've got one, two, three, four, five, six offensive linemen, okay? And then, of course, you've got your tight end. So I'm going to call it 12, meaning one running back, two tight ends, right? But really, it's just an 11 set with a sixth offensive lineman. We're going to refer to it as U63, ace 12. We're going strong left. Of course, there's your strong left. Z motion twins, okay? Basically, your Z receiver is Samori Torre. He's motioning over to set up a twin set, okay? So he's going to kind of settle in here. That's what we would call tight twins, right? You have two uh, wide receivers on that side. Now, why is he the Z, okay? Your X receiver, 
always lines up opposite your tight end. Okay. That would be your X. Your Z lines up on the same side as the tight end and he's motioning over. So that's why we say Z motion twins. Basically it's Z motion to twin. We're going to go play action boot. And everything about this is just straight manipulation by, by Matt LaFleur. I'm going to tell you, Matt LaFleur was in his bag yesterday and it was so much fun to go back and watch. So we're going to run a play action boot T screen throwback. Okay. You guys know the T is the running back, right? That's your T. Okay. Now we're going to run a play action boot, which is basically we're going to fake a handoff, right? To Aaron Jones. Okay. And then we're going to boot the opposite direction. That's what you call a bootleg. Okay. And, you know, if there's no one there to block, then it's called a naked boot, right? So we're going play action boot T screen throwback. So when you run the bootleg, right, and you come out here, as the defense tries to converge on him, what basically what Matt LaFleur did was he's playing, he's kind of playing reverse psychology with the hat count. Okay. And let me show you what I mean by that. Look at the strong side. I guarantee you these guys all, they all recognize, maybe not him, but all these guys recognize what is this big hog molly doing right there? Look at that dude. Why, why does that tight end have three chins, right? That's what they're thinking because that's an extra offensive lineman. So they're thinking, okay, the run's got to be to this side. So what they're, what Matt LaFleur is doing is overloading that side. Look at, look at the hat count he has over here now. He forced them to show their hand and line up on that side of the field. Now, what do I mean by hat count? Let's do this. Let's draw a line, if we can, right through the middle of the field. That's pretty close, right? Pretty darn close. Actually, it's a little bit off. Let me get it because that, that mic is actually on that side of the field as well, okay? So there, right down the center of the field, right? Look at your hat count, okay? LaFleur forced them to show their hand. One, two, three, four, five, six. How many do we have on that side? All right, if you don't count the center, one, two, three, four. So they think they're sitting pretty, gang. They're sitting pretty. So what do we show? We show a weak side run. Matt LaFleur says, okay, well, let's show them a weak side action, right? Like we're going to stretch it to the weak side and get everybody flowing in that direction. And then, of course, as soon as they realize the running back doesn't have the ball, what do they got to do? They got to fall back and get gap assignment or get a scheme assignment, right? They got to get scheme sound, I should say. Okay, so when we get the the defense moving towards the weak side of the formation with that action, he boots out here. Now, everybody. So everybody's going to go here. Right. And then they're going to fade back. We all have smartphones and we all know they're pretty amazing, but they also can be amazingly distracting, especially when we're around other people. So U.S. Cellular wants us to reset our relationship with our phones by putting down our phones for five. That's right, a company that sells phones wants us to put down our phones. And to see what we find, learn more at uscellular.com forward slash built for us. In the hobby, it's not easy being a fan of ripping packs or repacks. We get all hyped up thinking we're going to get some high-value Jordan Love card, but with zero transparency on available cards and hit rates, it's all just a shot in the dark. Until now, introducing Slab Packs from arenaclub.com, the only repack that provides real value, a complete view on all possible cards, and clear hit rates for each one. Now when I buy slab packs on Arena Club, it finally feels like I know what I'm getting. And honestly, the best thing for me and my son is the fact that we're kind of novices into this. When I walk into a card shop with my son, and a card says it costs $40, kind of just taking his word for it that that's a good value. So I appreciate the transparency on grading, as well as just getting excited. 
about seeing what you could potentially get. Right now, you can get 10% off your first purchase by going to arenaclub.com slash packdaddy. Wow, that's crazy offer. 10% off a $400 slab pack. That's 40 bucks right there. Anyways, that's arenaclub.com slash packdaddy for 10% off your first purchase. And then we're going to throw a screen pass to that side. Watch this play. U63, ace 12, strong left. Look, boot. Now look at the defense. They're already hesitating, right? Immediately, look look at what they're doing. If you look at all these guys, look how they're flat-footed. They're like, oh, crap, 29's like, okay, I got to cover Jordan here. I got to make sure Jordan can't run, right? This guy's flat-footed. What's he doing? He's he's picking a target right now. He's going, okay, is it this guy? Is it this guy that's coming on this crosser, right? And what nobody realizes is look at the offensive lineman on that side. Look at this. It, they kind of look like they're out of the play, right? Wrong. They're setting up the screen right here. Now, Jordan does. I'm telling you, dude, he looked like a used car salesman. He sells this thing to the nine. Look at him looking down the field, right? And then back foot, boom. Look at that setup, gang. You talk about a hat count. Look at this. One, two, three. One, two. There's another one way down the field, but you got a hat on a hat. 53, you're not really even concerned about right here, right? This is a second and three play, the absolute perfect time to call this play by Matt LaFleur. And look how it sets up. Get in there on the sidewalk, bang, hat on a hat everywhere. Aaron Jones is off to the races. 53, trying to run him down. He may get him in the end. I'm not sure. Doesn't look like it. Now it's 29 that ends up getting him. What a freaking play call by Matt LaFleur. And I'm telling you, he was in his bag. It was so much fun to watch. So much fun to watch. All right, let's go to the third quarter. 10 minutes, 19 seconds uh, left. And this is, uh, like I said, yeah, Third quarter, 10-19, a first and 10 play. The score is now 17-6. to Understand, we've won the middle eight now, right? We've now won the middle eight, and it's 10 to nothing was the middle eight score, okay? And I believe at this point, yeah, at this point, the turnover differential was still 0-0, zero to zero, okay? So in this case, the middle eight is kind of deciding this game. you got all of the momentum moving forward, right? So let's roll the tape. We got a 34, uh, 34 jam once again, 99 contained. They played it all day long. They had two different types of contain, guys. When the when the Bears went to a base package, right, when they went to uh, a 12 personnel or even a 13 personnel or a 21 personnel or what have you, the Packers would trigger with a 34 jam, and they would do 99 contain. And, again, your wide nines are going to play contain, Okay. Once again, they're going to play contained. So they're going to rush the quarterback, but they're going to kind of stay out here and be patient. They want to make sure that Justin Fields can't take off on the outside. So they're just going to kind of work outside, right? And what we've got is a cover three drop, okay? So this is just kind of your typical zone coverage, cover three drop. Let's see, you've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. So you've got a deep safety back here off screen. Okay, so you're showing that single high look and you're basically going to run a cover three drop, which simply means you've got three deep zones. You get your safety back there. This guy's going to drop out. And then all these guys right here are going to play underneath the zone. Okay, and watch how this play unfolds here. Look at this. So, again, 34 jam, 99 contain. Look at look at 96 right here or 95. I'm sorry. It's uh, it's our boy, uh, um, Devontae Wyatt. Look at him coming untouched. What they're running is a naked boot here. OK, and, and, you know, Greg Olson said, oh, that was a mistake by the offensive line. I personally don't think it was. I think this is exactly what we're talking about with Justin Fields. And I know there's some people that defend Justin Fields are going to go, Clayton, how can you blame this on Justin Fields? Because 
you know, it, how can you blame him when the guy comes unblocked? I'll tell you why. When you get to this point right here, you know what your play call is. You know what your protection is. You're the one setting the protection up, right? How many guys do you got on the line of scrimmage here? Look, you've got a tackle, right? You got all these guys on the left. On let's just focus on the left side, right? You got a hat on a hat, basically, right? Now, what are you going to do when you boot left? Okay, because if you watch here, they're setting up. They're trying to sell that zone right run, right? That's that's what Luke Getzey does. The same thing they do in Green Bay. Watch these offensive linemen. He's got to know. Justin Fields has got to know right now. That's what this offensive lineman's doing. He's he's faking to the right. So guess what your job is? Your job is to snap your head around, as we've seen Jordan Love do all freaking day long. As soon as you complete this boot, you got to get that head around and find that defender, and and you should have the advantage at the second level, right? So he's got to know that before he runs this naked boot that there's probably going to be a free runner. But Devontae Wyatt, so quick off the ball, I mean, he is in his lap before he even knows what's going on. What I love about this play, and we'll get another angle here in just a second, is the fact that Devontae Wyatt shoots for the outside hip. And I'm telling you, it's where so many so many defenders screw up. I've, I've screamed at my TV more for uh, this specific situation than anything else as being a, a football fan, is when a defender has a quarterback ham dead, you know, that's trying to roll out, and for whatever reason they try to go straight even on or they try to shoot for the inside hip knowing they have outside leverage, right? So what Devontae Wyatt does here, I think it's a veteran move. He is going to stay outside. It'd be real easy just to try to attack, right? But instead, look, look at how look at the direction he's facing, right? He he is making sure he takes that outside edge away from Justin Fields. Great job with the sack. You love to see Devontae Wyatt just, just coming up big. Now, this next angle, there's nothing X's and O's about it, but I just love this freaking camera work. Look at this angle right here. I'm pretty sure this is the play we've got it on. It is so sick. Look at this angle. You're going to be able to see Devontae Wyatt in pursuit. Again, there it is. Look at him off the ball. It's the next angle. They're going to show another angle here in a second. But look, Justin Fields is like, what in the world? Yeah, that's on you, buddy. That ain't on your offensive line. You knew the protection, and you let that guy come free. They were showing a zone right run, and you're booting left. You've got to know that's there. At the line of scrimmage, you've got to change something. That might be where you burn a timeout, right? Look at that. He had nowhere to go. Devontae White. Now, this is the next angle I want you to see, man. It is, uh, it's awesome. This is just classic NFL films. Look at that right there. Look at Devontae White. You you think you think he's getting fooled by that play fake? Look where his eyes are. He knows Justin Fields keeping his ball. Watch him. I would love to have that as a gift. Look at that. See, right there's the slide adjustment too. It sounds so subtle. It sounds so silly, guys. But I'm telling you, watch him right here. Look at look, watch his body outside. See that? Rather than just going for him and trying to get greedy outside, now you shoot your shot. You got him. Bang. Absolutely love it, man. Devontae Wyatt's going to be a beast. I'm telling you, you could see it at the end of the year last year. And it, it borderline pissed me off knowing that they continued to start, um, you know, those other offensive linemen or defensive linemen like Jaron Reed over Devontae Wyatt because you could just see on the tape he was so much better. He was so much freaking better. All right, next play, 11-gun, strong trips right, T-week, 94, drag, Y-cross, T-angle. This is the touchdown uh, catch and run by Aaron Jones that really started to set things in motion for this blowout to take place. This came in the third quarter, 634 left. We're up six, uh, 17 to 6. No turnovers at this point, to the best of my knowledge. None had happened yet. Uh, so the turnover battle was 0-0. Zero zero. We won the middle eight, 10 to nothing. Um, let's, uh, let's see here. So we got 11-gun. 
Let me get this triggered up. All right, we're going 11 gun, one running back, right? One tight end, 11 gun, strong trips right. There is your strong trips right. It's strong because the uh, the tight end is on the right side. That completes the trips formation where you've got three uh, three targets on the right side of the line of scrimmage, right? And they're kind of uh, uh, parallel to each other, I guess you could say. And we got T week, okay, which is weeks week simply means opposite of the tight end, okay. So again, it's eleven gun strong trips right T week. We got ninety four drag Y cross T angle, okay. Ninety four drag. Y cross T angle nine route is a deep route. Okay. So he's going to be running a deep route. All right. The four route. Okay. So when you get to the four route, it's here. You always go left to right. You skip over the Y because we're going to specify what the Y's assignment is. That's typically the old school way of, of calling that play. Now understand the Packers use a numerical system. They've got code names. This play might've been called Eagle. You know what I mean? It could it, they could have one word for it, and everybody knows their assignment. That's why it's it's so complex, so hard for these players to to learn the playbook. And we sit at home, play Madden, and act like, "Oh, he's kidding me, man! I know my playbook on that." <laughs> so it's funny how that works. But again, ninety four drag. Okay, so you're going to run a four route out here, and it, it's a unique four route. Um, you know, with a four is typically, I, I'm pretty sure it's a sit, if I remember correctly. I don't have my notes in front of me. I think he's going to come out here and kind of sit, but he he does angle towards the sideline a bit because he's giving his boy on this drag a little more room, okay? So what you've got is 94, 9, 4, and then you got your drag, okay, which is basically a shallow cross, okay, dragging across the formation, and then you've got Y cross. Luke Musgrave is the Y, so he's going to run a cross or some refer to it as a climb, right? And then you've got T angle, which if, if you had – if Romeo Dobbs was running a post here and these other routes were somewhere else, you would call this Texas. That what would be designed to do is Romeo Dobbs to walk that safety out, and then the halfback or the T would come out, and he's going to run an angle route right underneath it. So you're kind of clearing it out for the angle route. But in this case, it was a 94 drag Y cross T angle. Okay, let's watch this play unfold. I want you to key in on Aaron Jones. And then when we go to the, the view from behind, I want you to really see how this takes. Look at David Bakhtiar. Unbelievable. But there you go. You, you had Aaron Jones on number 53 on a backer. That is the biggest mismatch of the day. And I'm going to give you a different angle here, hopefully. And as you see him coming up lane there, grabbing his hamstring, everybody, everybody's already confirmed. He's good to go. It sounds like it's, it's going to be kind of day-to-day. Aaron Jones should be good. I don't have the other angle. That's going to drive me crazy. Oh, that sucks. All right, let's go back. I apologize. I thought I had the other angle. I really wanted you guys to see something. Um, the key to this play, I'll just kind of outline it here. Again, this is going to be an angle route, right? So Dobbs is going to clear out. You ain't got to worry about this defender over here. You got the safety over the top. The thing that makes this play go, this guy right here has flat assignment, okay? So he's got to cover the flat. And then he's also going to be covering Aaron Jones, but his priority is don't let Aaron Jones get in the flat. When you clear out, you got a single high safety. He catches one in the flat. He's going to beat that backer's brains in, right? This backer here, as soon as the ball is snapped, you're going to see him. He is really going to key in on the drag underneath. Watch that backer the entire time, okay? I want you to key in on this linebacker right here. Watch what he does on this play. See him look? He immediately looks. Look at his head. He immediately snaps over and goes, okay, I've got underneath assignment. Who's my guy? Drag route. Right there, look. Oh, I'm taking that away. Look at him. He's on it, right? Imagine if Jordan Love had thrown that. Jaden Reed's dead, right? But because he focused there, 
right? Look at look at look at this void right here now. Of course, this guy's holding. They ain't gonna call that all day. Well, that's the story for another day, right? Um, look at the leverage that Aaron Jones has now. Like all that separation, gonna catch that angle route, and he's gone. Jordan Love did an excellent job. I mean, an excellent job on this play. Again, let's rewind it. I want you to watch him snap. He's gonna glance right. See him looking at the backer. That backer's. You can see the head right now. The backer's looking over here. That's gonna free everything up for Aaron Jones on this angle route. And that's how that happened. Okay, I thought I had the other angle. I apologize. I threw this together so quick. The other angle, you can really see the void open up, and it's it's really, really nice. But, again, huge play there in the third quarter. That's when the boat race began, and I am here for it when it comes to Chicago. All right, let's move on to the next play. we got to pick it up here because we got PTA Live coming up. All right, next play comes in the third quarter, 5.09 left, third and three play. Okay, we come out in a nickel 2.45. All right, we're in our nickel two, four, five, two down linemen, right? One, two, three, four linebackers. That's all that means, nickel two, four, five. We're going to do a TT double contain cover three spinner zone match, okay? TT double contain cover three spinner zone match. Let's roll the tape here. I love that fake right there, that little sugar that Quay threw up there just to get that center thinking a little bit about life. Love the double contain, and the double contain actually comes from the TT. Let's take it back. I want you guys to see this. This is the other way. Like I said, they basically had two contain um, game plans yesterday. When they're in 34 jam, the wide nines, we're going to run 99 contain. When we're in a 245, we're going to do what we call a TT double contain. Okay, so with a TT, what, what are you doing here? A TT is a stunt. It's a tackle tackle stunt okay so this tackle here is going to jam across the face right here okay and then the other tackle is going to work around and he's going to be the contain guy okay that's how that works that allows Rashawn Gary to take this tackle one-on-one -on -one, push the pocket and then of course right here you've got a contain that's the second aspect of the double contain so the TT is the stunt in the middle and I want you to watch real close key in right here on this one tech could be a two. It's hard to tell from the TV copy, but watch him, how he's going to drive across the face and free up that contain off the, up, off the other side. Bang. Here he comes around the backside. I think that's why look how quick wide. I think that's why is that why? Yeah. Look how quick he is. Now look at Kenny. Kenny was the, was the stunt man, right? Kenny was the sacrificial lamb here. Watch how he takes the double team on right here. Okay. Keying on him. Watch how he takes the double team on. Right, see how he's being doubled. There comes the looper, right? The contain. Now watch Kenny. Kenny's gonna bust out and look. I guarantee you, Justin Fields right here was like, "Where the heck did he come from?" <laughs> and he's still putting on moves, right? He he looks like he's gonna get killed, absolutely crushed by Rashawn Gary. Rashawn Gary gets a little tripped up. Kenny grabs a hold of him, and then of course Wyatt coming through, and there's the fumble. There's your first turnover of the day. So now not only did you win the middle eight 10 to nothing, now you're winning the turnover battle one to nothing, right? That's when we got to this point. Oh, I'm, I'm kicked back, buddy. I'm telling you, the Oktoberfest was drinking a little better. Look at this right here. Look at Kenny get his hand in there. Kenny is, I'm telling you, man, he played the game of his, I don't want to say the game of his life, but one of the best games I've ever seen him play. And his dad was in the stands. If you guys don't know that story, it's not my place to tell it, but go do some digging. The fact that this was the first time his dad, 
was free to come and watch him play his first game, you know, for, for the Green Bay Packers for the very first time is just absolutely awesome. But Devontae White and Kenny Clark are going to be a problem in nickel 245. And, of course, Rashawn Gary, to me, Rashawn Gary looked healthy, boys. And we'll talk about the PFF grades a little bit later. But uh, I think Rashawn Gary is 100% back. I really believe that. All right, let's move on to the next play. Fourth quarter, 13-34 left. We're up 24 to 14, right? Again, some people probably get nervous. I wasn't because what what do I always talk about? The middle late and the turnover differential. I've, I've already talked about it a half a dozen times here. When you win the middle late and you win a turnover differential, I'm telling you, it, it gets to the point, even if it's just a plus one turnover differential and you win the middle late by two scores, it's going to take a whole, whole, whole lot going wrong for you to lose that game. It's going to be somewhere around a 93, 94% win probability at that point, right? So I'm feeling good here. They go down the field. We get down, in, obviously, inside the five. This is 11-gun, strong right, tight bunch, RPO, X fade. And some people would just see this and they think, okay, it's a fade, right? Let me let me set this up for you first real quick. For those uh, who don't know, 11-gun, I, I put 11-gun. It's actually 11-ace. I apologize. That's a typo. So you got 11-ace, right? One running back, one tight end, okay? That's your set. And you've got tight bunch. Notice how they're tight. They're inside. They're basically attached to the offensive line, but you got that half diamond pattern. There's three targets right there. That's called a bunch formation. And then you've got the X receiver. He's opposite the tight end, right? So there's your X. He's actually boundary X on this play. And we're going RPO X fade. I don't think a lot of people caught on to this. This is an RPO play, which means run pass option. Now, some people were going, there's run pass options under center. Absolutely. There is. It's actually to the best of my knowledge, the very first RPO was ran by Brett Favre. A lot of people don't know this. When 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 Doug Peterson was his backup in Green Bay, around that time, Brett said that, you know, he, he, he talked about in practice how, you know, even when we run the ball, I like to throw a little fake out there. You ever you remember how he would hand the ball off and then act like he was going to throw it, right? Act like he still had it to throw the slant. He said, hell, I started looking up and going, the slant's actually open. What if – if they give us a specific look, what if I just come up and fire that ball in there, right? And he did it over and over and over. And later on with McCarthy, you started getting kind of a similar approach with screen passes. You know, you're setting up the screen. The linemen aren't downfield yet, so it's not ineligible downfield, right, until they get beyond the line of scrimmage. They'd be setting up the screen, and the defense would read the screen, and they'd leave a receiver open. So they started dumping it to the receiver, even though it was a screen pass to the running back, right? So you can get creative like that. So this is an RPOX fade. This it watch everybody other than Romeo Dobbs. I want you to pretend like Romeo Dobbs is not even in the picture. Okay. Don't even pay attention to him. Look at everybody else on the field. Pretend like Romeo Dobbs and Jordan Love is not in the picture. I want you to key in on these offensive linemen. Key in on the offensive linemen. Okay. Even the wide receiver Samori Torre there, even Luke Musgrave, even Jaden Reed. Watch all these guys. And you can come back and watch the running back in a second. They're run blocking, guys. Watch them run block. Look, there's nobody running pass routes. They're run blocking. They think this is a run. You can even actually see A.J. Dillon puts his hands out to take the, and that's when he realized, okay, Jordan's going with an RPO pass here. Why did he do that? Okay. Well, first of all, he could have checked to it at the line, right, and he may have, but why even do it, right? You and Dobbs, no. Dobbs isn't run blocking. The run the run is designed to go away from Dobbs. It's going to be a mid-zone run, right? So, let him run a back shoulder fade and look for the pass and let Jordan Love make the decision if he's going to throw it or not, right? He could have checked to X fade. That that most likely happened, but everyone else on the field thought it was a run, so this, by definition, is an RPO. 
It's just under center. So you'll see here, he comes up, quick little drop, fire that thing. If you see the numbers, remember what Aaron Rodgers said? He said, anytime I see the numbers on the back of a jersey, I'm throwing that pass 100% of the time, right? And I'm going to put it right by their ear. You see those jersey numbers, throw that thing up there. Beautiful pass. Dobbs, it's been a long time. Outside of Devontae Adams, it's been a long time since I've seen a receiver in Green Bay that's as good as the goal line fade as Romeo Dobbs. Guys, he had the chemistry with Aaron Rodgers last year. You've seen him run goal line fades. Um, you've seen it in Philly with Jordan Love, and you're seeing it here in week one already with, uh, against Chicago with Jordan Love. But that that ball placement, absolutely perfect. I'm going to try to get it back to the perfect screenshot here. Look, look at Dobbs' hands. Let's slow it down. Yeah, let's slow it down even more. Look at that. Look where that ball's at. Like that does not get any freaking better. Absolutely perfect. Perfect ball. Again, look at the numbers. Great job by Jordan Love, man. Again, we were 100% success in the red zone yesterday. Just a, a great red zone day for sure. Beautiful play. Great job maintaining possession through the ground too. Look at him. He's, show, he's holding it up away from the defender. Look, I never lost possession. Just a just an awesome throw, man. Awesome throw. And again, you guys heard me on the post game show. I thought Jordan Love had kind of I don't want to say a bad game, but I don't think he had a great game. But when you needed it, and the <laughs> the official getting a little chest bump there, I like it. When you when he needed it, right? When you needed it, Jordan Love came up big yesterday. It, whether it was on third downs, he you know played like booty first and second down, right? But then you get the third down when you needed it. He'd find Jaden Reed. I think he found Jaden Reed twice. He found Romeo Dobbs another time. Uh, I think it was a third down on the touchdown we showed earlier. Just a phenomenal job in the situate with situational passing there for sure. It's almost like he he buckles down and the mechanics come back to him when he he really has to focus, which is which is kind of cool. All right, let's go to the fourth quarter. Twelve fifty three left. We're up thirty one to fourteen. The boat race is on. It's a third and eleven play. Um, we come out in a nickel two four five. Double ET, cover six, spot drop. What's that mean? Nickel two, four, five. There's your two down linemen, right? Here are your four linebackers. That makes it a two, four, five. You can see Quay and Devondre seen something with the motion. They they swap spots here. Now, what does cover six, spot drop mean? Okay. There's no zone match here, in my opinion. I could be wrong, but I don't see zone match. What you're going to have is cover six. Now, what does cover six mean? It means that you're going to have half of the field, Okay, let's draw let's draw the field in half. Let's do it in red so it's a little bit notice a little more noticeable here. Okay, let's go right down the middle of the field. Okay, cover six. You guys know what a cover three is or what a cover four is. You know what a cover two is, right? A cover two is when you've got a safety, right? When your safety, your safeties are splitting the field deep zones and they're cutting the field in half. So they, you know, that one safety's got half the field, the other's got half the field, right? Well, when you go to a cover four, what do you got? With the cover four, you've got two safeties over here or two deep on that side and two deep on this side, right? You're breaking the field down into quarters, okay? That's why they call it quarters coverage. Well, with the cover six, what's two plus four? It's six, right? So you're going to run a cover six here, which means you're going to have two deep zones here and only one and a half over here, okay? So this side of the field is cover two. That side of the field is cover six or cover four. Two plus four is six. They call it cover six, Okay. That's that's what this is going to be a spot drop. You're not you're not matching zone. You're simply dropping to a spot and playing a zone rather than matching a player that enters your zone. If that makes sense, okay. So to me, this looked like spot drop. Now let's talk about what the double et is. 
All right. And ET is a stunt where the end, remember the first letter is the one who goes first and they sacrifice themselves on the double team. The second letter, the T in this case is the looper. Okay. So you're going to do a double ET here. And again, this is what they did. What did I say earlier? When you want to contain fields, right, in the nickel two, four, five, they typically did stunts. That's how they did it. Okay. So what you're going to have is you're going to have Preston Smith is going to work his way up and then he's going to jam inside. Okay. Gary is going to jam inside. Okay. And that's going to free this up for Kenny to loop around and Devontae White to potentially loop around. Okay. Now, if the play goes to this side, they may abandon the loop and play it a little different, but that's how you're going to get the contain in there. All right. Let's watch the play unfold here. There's your little pre-snap motion. Devondre and Quay communicating really well. All right, I want you to watch Preston Smith at the bottom of the screen. He's going to jam in right there. See him cut inside? You're going, what kind of what kind of pass rush is that? It's a stunt. Look up top. Look how Gary's inside. You see Wyatt coming around the outside, and look at Kenny. Look at that contain, guys. Justin Fields has nowhere to go. He has to deliver this ball, or he's getting sacked because this guy right here is fighting through a double team, which is, oh, by the way, Rashawn Gary, who – like I said, we'll talk about the PFF grades on PTA Live, but I'm telling you, man, that dude, he had a he had a heck of a game coming off an ACL. It's pretty exciting. So Justin Fields has got to rush this pass. He's got to let this thing go. And he stares down the middle of the field. I think he – I think Quay will give a different angle here in a second. Hopefully I got it right. Um, you'll notice that Quay actually um, baits him a little bit, jabs to his right, and then comes back to the left. But – you remember what Coach Haddad said when he was on the show with us? He said, I said, what's the weak spot in cover four defenses, Coach? And he said, oh, hands down, the weak spot's the middle of the field. But Justin Fields never looks left. If he looked left, guess what Guess what he would have seen over here? He would have seen cover two. He's looking right, so he probably thinks the entire field is quarters. So where's the weak spot then? You've got it, the middle of the field, right? So what he's going to try to do is get in behind the backers. That's what he's doing here. He steps up, has to kind of shortchange it because of Gary, and there's Quay, and, of course, this is the pick six. We're off to the races. Let's have some fun. Watch Quay right here. I love this right here. Roshan thinks he's going to blindside him. I think that's Roshan Johnson, the halfback, I believe. He thinks he's going to blindside Quay, right? Watch Quay. Well, this is the men's league. Get out of the way, punk. <laughs> I love it. It's like Roshan just rerouted him to the other side of the field where he could take it for six, right? Now, i got to take this back, and, and i got to go through my notes. I want to give a special shout-out to a listener here. This was freaking awesome. Um, Bruce Skinner messaged me earlier today. I can't remember if it was email or what. It might have been a text message, but he messaged me, and I want to take this back for you. He said, watch Rashawn Gary on Lucas Patrick, and I was like, okay, I'm on it. I want you to look up top here. This is Rashawn Gary. See our boy? Look, he's headhunting. Watch for Sean Gary right here, gang. Bang! <laughs> I absolutely love it. Love it, love it, love it. All right, here goes Quay Walker off the race. And this is the hit. This gives you a good look at the hit he took. He took he took a thumping, guys. That's a grown offensive lineman right there. And he peels Quay Walker's cap. Now, Quay stands up, and like people pointed out, you know, while they were celebrating, it's like they were holding him up, right? And, uh, yeah, right here, he, he probably doesn't know where he's at. So, uh, hopefully it is just a concussion and not a neck injury or anything like that. We're going to find out a little later today. Um, but, uh, we'll see, um, we'll see how it plays out for sure. But hopefully he's, he's all right now on this, this play right here or on this angle, rather, you're going to be able to see what I was talking about. Okay. This guy's going to be in, uh, in cover two. 
These guys over here are going to be in quarters, okay? Quay's going to drop back. Devondre's going to uh, drop back. Of course, underneath, you're going to have your double ETs. going to come in, loop, right, crash in. I'm sorry, I already messed it up. Crash in, loop, right? And then there's your cover six defense, okay? So that's what cover six is. Again, if you focus over here, it's cover four on that side of the field. Over here, it's cover two. Two plus four equals six. All right, let's watch the tape. Watch Quay Walker. They circled it for you there from the TV copy. Watch Quay on this play. I want you to see how he baits him. Right here, Justin Fields, again, he's just looking right. He sees quarters, right? So with quarters, and he knows he's got his boy going out right here, right, in a route, and we got something else on this backside, Quay's already kind of peeking over there, okay? And he's watching, and he's just going to read the eyes. Justin kind of looks back to the center. He's trying to walk Quay over there. You see him? See how he kind of walks Quay over with his eyes? Comes back to the quarter side. Look at that pressure. What do we always say, guys? Pressure pick, coverage sack, right? This is a pressure pick. Look at Rashawn Gary. Justin Fields, is, he's, he's kind of having a hop backwards while trying to step into this throw, right? But look where Quay's at. I'm going to take it back just a second. Focus on Quay back there. That jab... You're going to see a jab to the right, right? There, he baits Justin Fields big time, right? Big time. Watch this when he comes back. Quay's going to hop back over in that window. And that's how it happened. Quay Walker looking like a beast, y'all. God, I hope he's healthy. I'm telling you, he, he looks like he's going to take the next step this year. It's uh, pretty exciting stuff. All right. Um, let's see here. 1054. Is this the same play? No, this ain't the same play. 1054 left. We're up 38 to 14. This is a third and five play. I think this might be the Carl Brooks sack. I believe it is. I believe it is. Yeah, it is. Okay, cool. So we've got a nickel two, four, five, right? Two down linemen. One, two, three, four linebackers. Now the, these bunch sets guys, they are so hard to defend. And you can see Quay, they're, they're trying to communicate right here. How are we going to handle this? Rudy Ford's picking his guy out. Typically what, what I have noticed they do with Joe Barry is they just kind of man up. Not, not necessarily that it is man coverage, but he's the outside guy takes the one. This guy will take the two. The backer will take the three, right? And then probably 58 will probably slide out to the flat. I don't know. But these bunch formations are really tough uh, to, uh, to defend for sure. But what you're going to have here is an ET delay, okay? And I love this. It's going to be kind of a delayed E-T, right? We talked about the stunts. Again, that's how they contain yesterday out of the nickel 245 all day long. Now, we run a zone match. Not important to, to draw that out right here. But uh, basically with zone match, it's if and then, like Coach Haddad said, if a player does this, then I'm going to do that. It's essentially zone coverage. But as the players enter, um, enter your zone, then you're going to match up on a man after a certain – uh, depth of the route. In some cases, it's five yards, seven yards, 10 yards, what have you, okay? But again, I want you to focus in on this ET delay here. Let's watch it unfold. I love the fact that they had uh, 96. I think that's Colby Wooden. I could be wrong. I love that they had him on the nose right here. And you got Rashawn way out here wide, right? Basically, what you're doing with this look is you're neutralizing that guard. That guard's not, it's going to be hard for that guard to successfully block anybody. So you're forcing one-on-ones with those wide edges, right? And also, you got a little contain aspect over there as well. But again, watch Preston Smith. Delay, delay. Now he's going to jam inside. See it? That's what you call a, an ET delay. He, he sets him up outside, rushes back in. Look at Carl Brooks. 
bang. It might not have even been a designed ET. It might have been Carl Brooks reading Preston Smith, right, and saying, okay, he's got the bull rush inside. Let me loop outside. But it just feels like that entire game plan was built out of the 2-4-5 yesterday around the fact that they're going to contain out of the ET look in the nickel 2-4-5. So, again, watch press. He's going to push up field, get the tackle to commit outside, jam him up inside, and then, of course, you've got Carl, Carl Brooks working his way around the edge. Just a beautifully designed play. Carl Brooks looks like the real deal, too. I'm excited to watch him play. All right, we did it, guys. I don't know how, but we did it. We're uh, Let's see where we're at. I'm going to get back in here. Yeah, okay, we're at the 49-minute mark. I can't believe we pulled that off, boys. I'll tell you, not bad for a redneck that speaks English on a third-grade uh, level, right? Okay, just looking at the comments, I wish I had time to uh, to respond to you guys, but unfortunately I don't. I'm going to have to hop off here, reset the stream so we can go live for PTA Live and give you guys PFF scores and all that good stuff uh, for this evening. So just want to say thanks to everybody who's hanging out in here with us. Really appreciate your time. Um, this was just last second, wanted to get that out. I started to wait until tomorrow, but, man, I tell you, it would bother me all day long tomorrow knowing that I could have put it out earlier. You guys could have seen it, and then we can kind of talk about it tonight, you know, live on the – on the podcast. Uh, I do want to give a shout out to all the PTA posse members. If you guys like this kind of content, you can join uh, as a YouTube member. Uh, we call it the PTA posse, uh, the listeners name to that, which I think is absolutely awesome. Uh, we just did a drawing last night, giving away a Lucas Van Ness Jersey. Uh, the winners have already been selected, um, giving away a Lucas Van Ness Jersey, also a, uh, a piece of game worn Jersey from Aaron Rodgers. And then um, we've got a autographed John Kuhn jersey that we're going to be giving away here in the next two or three weeks. So that's going to be the next giveaway there. I appreciate what Mano said in the chat. Um, hey, guys, hit like. If you guys like this kind of content, hit like, hit subscribe for us. It will definitely help with our numbers and, uh, and help other Packer fans find this if this is the type of content that you like. So, again, thank you so much to everybody in the chat. I wish I had time to give you a shout-out. I apologize, but we got to get this other stream set up. Hopefully we'll see you guys on Packers Total Access Live here in a second. As always, let's go out and be the change we want to see in the world and go back go. The power sweep. Actually, it's the it's the lead play in our in our offense. YN has the linebacker taken out, cuts inside. The YN has the linebacker in, he comes all the way around. If you look at this play, what we're trying to get is a seal here, and a seal here, and try to run this play in the alley. 